Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Fourth of July, you excited about? Of course, everybody. It's the uh, birth uh, day of our. And uh, you know what? Uh, uh, call me old-fashioned, but what I love best about the Fourth of July is all of the flags. You know, it's, it's great to see the American flag. I mean, everywhere you go, yards of businesses, any place around. Isn't it nice to see? Of course, they're all made in China, but still, uh, it's the sentiment. That's what I like. Hmm. That's how great China. this country is. <laughs> We look at other giant countries and say, yeah, make our flags. Make 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 an American flag. And, and, and make it cost like two cents. Yeah, make it cheap. <laughs> oh, Thank you'll you. do it because you need it. <laughs> wow. Toss him a couple. Make me a flag. Toss him, toss him a couple pennies. Uh, so Gallup poll out on, uh, on percentage of people that are extremely proud of America is at its lowest number, even though that's misleading. It's still almost half. And overall, 70% of Americans are proud of America. Uh, so we thought we'd take calls on that. Yeah, very, very, I would say very proud would be safe to say, since the second category is what? After extremely Strongly, proud, uh, was, quite significantly. Uh, 
Very. Pretty yeah. damned? Well, yeah. So yeah. it goes from very Come to on. extreme. So 70% are very or more proud of America. Yeah. How do you how do you present that in the media as a negative? Because <laughs> you're the media. I guess, yeah, because that's what you do. That's what you do. And you want to tie it to Trump somehow. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so we thought we'd take phone calls in this. A, a lot of longtime listeners are saying, why, 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 why are you doing this? Some uh, co-workers are saying that, Just too. to annoy you. Please, God, no calls. Also, I'm a longtime fag here. That's friend of Armstrong and Getty. Part of me is saying, please don't take calls. And part of me is saying, go ahead, take calls to remind you and everyone else why you should never take calls. one 331 talk on that optimistic note. one 331 talk which is 8255 if you prefer numbers in your phone numbers. I like when you used to say that. talk. Talk to make That's sure right. the L is in there. Yeah. For people who don't know how to spell talk, oh, no. people are going to spell it T A K. Take a look at the screen. Oh, not a, oh, no way. No. Can't be. Long time friends of Armstrong and Getty, you're about to guffaw. I almost hate to get to the payoff if it's really because him. the anticipation is so great. If it's really him. Ladies and gentlemen, Petrie in Vallejo, California. Petrie, good morning. How are you? Or good day to you. Hello. Are you there? This is going well. Yeah. I yep. thought there was a chance. And we're through with this. I thought there was a chance our phone was not actually hooked up. Yeah. Well, we haven't <laughs> used it in 15 years. It's a good so. thing nobody checked. <laughs> um, that, give, me, give me a second. I, I want this moment to hang out there to torture Various people. Are you who torturing work here? me? It's All torturing right, let's me. Try it now. You've got to be willing to put up with that to torture others. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a dark notion. It's working now. Petrie and Vallejo, are you there, sir? Yes, it's Petri, longtime favorite. Remember me, guys? Oh, how could we forget? Petri. So, so, but you, okay. <sighs> and I want to get to the American question. But you called, no matter what we were talking about, you called every time. And then we stopped taking calls, and you hung around. And you hung around for ten years, waiting for the first chance to call back. Why? 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 That's fantastic. (laughs) All right, Petri, are you proud of America, and why? Is it? Wait, wait. Isn't that loyalty, though? I mean, isn't that loyalty? That's loyalty. It is. I can't imagine Jack turning this negative, Petri, and I apologize (laughs) for that. Uh, Let's get to the point, though, uh, which again reminds us of the whole call experience. Um, Are you are you proud of America, Petri, and why? Oh, of course I'm proud of America. I'm a first-generation-born American of legally immigrated parents. My parents came here legally, did the right thing. They got a sponsor. They waited, and they did everything correct. And I'm so happy to be born American that way. And everything Trump stands for when we talk about these illegal aliens and the open borders crowd down south, oh, it's so disgusting. And I just, you know, so it's like, 100% proud to be American, Fabulous. and I'm a dual citizen at that. Okay, all right. That That's interesting. You know, that makes me wonder, what percentage of the people that aren't proud of America or the people that really don't like America? I would like to know how long they've been here. Um, I'm thinking the shorter a time your family's been here, the more proud you are. Yeah, but po- mostly because you have something to compare it to. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you understand how wonderful it is. Ron uh, from San Diego's online. Hello, Ron. How are you, sir? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. It's our pleasure. Hey, I am ex- I'm an extremely proud American, and I remember once Ronald Reagan said that America, even with all of its faults, is still the greatest country in the world, and I absolutely believe that. You know what uh, makes me really proud of America, Ron, and I don't know if you agree or not, is how we are continually confronting our imperfections. 
and we admit them, and we shine a spotlight on them, and we say over and over again, we're going to try to do better. Absolutely. 100%. All right, well, thanks, thanks for the call. We appreciate that. Uh, 1-866-331-TALK. That's T-A-L-K. If you're completely illiterate, 866-331-TALK. Again, again, that's not friendly and welcoming. (laughs) Very aggressive. (laughs) Jonathan joins us. Uh, Jonathan, are you proud of America and why? Jonathan, you there? I'm here. Uh, uh, Talk to us, my friend. Well, uh, I'm proud to be an American. I was a hippie in the 60s. I was barefoot in Haight-Ashbury. I became a born-again Christian, found God, found a new life, got a new heart, went to Peru, I saw the people in Arequipa, the second largest city, roll the people out on gurneys at noontime from the hospitals to beg. And uh, I've been outside America. This is the greatest country in the world, and we are spoiled if, if we're not grateful. That's an interesting That's an interesting story no matter what. But when you said you got a new heart, did you mean in kind of the uh, born-again sort of way, I've got a new view of things, or did you actually get a new pumping muscle inside your chest? Well, more important than the muscle, God forgave me my abortions, my adultery, my all of my garbage, and and cleaned me up and made me a a, a brand new human being. And uh, I spend my time helping the homeless. There you go, okay. Jonathan. Well done. Great to talk to you. Yep. I thought perhaps he'd had a heart transplant. Mm. I honestly did. Mm. That's what mm. I took it as when he said it. Mm. Mm. Please write your scathing emails to me. I'll enjoy them during the holiday break. <laughs> uh, Matt. <laughs> Uh, Matt uh, joins us. Matt, are you proud of America and why? I'm extremely proud of America, gentlemen, and uh, Sean, because <laughs> I find... Thank you. <laughs> Let's all take a minute to appreciate that. All right, Matt, go ahead. <laughs> the comedy stylings of Matt. The, whenever there's a geopolitical discussion about the greatest country or which country is exceptional, it actually is never which is the greatest country or which country is exceptional. It is only whether America is great and whether or not America is an exceptional nation. I think that, by definition, speaks volumes. Well, that, by definition, makes it exceptional and speaks volumes. All right. I would say I would agree with you, Matt, and we appreciate the thought. You know, listen, and the whole greatest country on earth thing, I understand why people take pride in that. Um, I do get it, and I've, I've taken pride in it myself. But B.B. King, of all people, once said of guitarists, don't worry about being the greatest guitarist. Worry about being a great guitarist or a very good guitarist. You know, the greatest country on earth thing is is terrific, but that often ends up in a silly argument about, well, people in Denmark have higher rates of happiness or what have you. Worry about being a great country. And this is a great country. There's just no debating I, that. I wish you could. Here's where we are, the, 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 where we, we, where we uh, live up to that, though. In, and then the role that we play in the world. I wish you could, as an experiment, take the United States out of the mix and see what happens to the world. Oh, boy. Very quickly. Right. The 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 amount of... Well, there'd be wars all over the place. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Land grabs. It would be such a bloodletting, maybe like we've never seen on the planet. You could go on and on and on about how horrific it would be. Seriously. Every corner of the planet. Yeah. So it's 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 a great thing for the planet... That our system ended up in the hands with all the resources we have and everything like that. And our system creates uh, wealth and, and, and people being able to accomplish things better than us. But the, the, the greatest military arsenal ever devised is in our hands. It's so good for the world. Right. 
Agreed. Uh, let's take one more. It's uh, a, a perfect flower of American womanhood. Mary is on the line. Hello, Mary. Hi. How you doing, Jack and Joe? Good. It's it's nice to talk to you. Are you proud of America, and why? I am very proud of America, and I'll, let me tell you why. Um, I think that pride is your 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 level of pride is, is commensurate to your contributions to America or hmm. society. Interesting. Whether or not you've voted, paid taxes, had family members serve in the military or served yourself, or law enforcement, whatever it is that you've done gives you that level of pride. And I I feel proud in that respect because all of the above. So perhaps the people who are not feeling very proud of America are the ones who aren't putting very much into it. You know, Mary, there is definitely an element of those who have been sweating in the kitchen and then those who just sit around the table and bitch about what's wrong with the meal. I, I definitely think that's a that's, good it's a good point. Good analogy. Yeah, thanks for the food-related analogy. Here's the, uh, here's the phone number, one eight six six three three one talk Are you proud of America and why? Simple as that. <laughs> we got this text oh, boy. before we take a break. Back to negativity. No, it's not. I just turned uh, on the radio and you guys are taking calls. Did I drive through a wormhole into an <laughs> alternate universe? <laughs> I know. I know. It's a throwback Wednesday. <laughs> More calls on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's your Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome to it. Glad you're here. As usual, the big news has been misreported. In this case, the news of the Gallup poll of what percentage of Americans are extremely or very proud of their country. And the number is actually very, very high. Yeah. It was reported that it was the lowest ever because... Which is accurate. Well, yeah, it is the truth that misleads. Poll first taken after 9-11, a time of enormous patriotism. Yeah, things have settled down and we're griping at each other like we do. 70% of Americans are either very or extremely proud of their country. That's a really high number. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. So we thought we'd take phone calls for the first time in 10 years and ask you, are you proud of America and why? Bill from Marinda's on the line. Bill, uh, hi. You're on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm extremely proud of my country. I wore the uniform for 26 years, so that's what I've contributed. And when there's a disaster around the world, Americans are the first ones to show up and help. Uh, Even in France, where the French millionaires talked about contributing money, it's American money that's been going into it so far. We lived in a foreign country for two and a half years, and Americans were the most polite people there. So that's what I'm proud of. The only thing I'm not proud of about my country is these people who are not proud of our country. <laughs> right. That's a good one. <laughs> that, Bill. Thanks for the call. That does not get enough attention. The amount of... Uh, if there's a disaster anywhere in the world, we're the first aircraft carriers there with aid, always. Yeah, and which spend is the, an awe-inspiring sight. And spend the most money on all this stuff all around the world. And, 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 and we don't tout that enough. We should tout it more just so other countries weren't so quick to blame us for all the problems of the world. Look, you have a tsunami hit your country. You know who's going to help you the most? The United States. Right, right. Uh, Steve is rolling along uh, Highway 99 up the West Coast. I think uh, Steve online, too. Steve. Are you proud of this country? Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, 
I sure am. Um, I'm um, just a truck driver working today, and I'm proud that our country has a, a what's called a, a sense of fairness, and that that goes right to our soul, and uh, it permeates our whole country. And uh, like you say, when we come to everybody's aid. We hate to see anybody downtrodden or mistreated, and uh, you know it. It just goes right to the core. So even though there might be some radicals on one side or the other, you know the basic core of this country is is a sense of fairness, and that's what makes me proud. John, well said, and we. I'm sorry, Steve. Well said, and we really appreciate the call. Uh, thanks. I really like the calls we get from people who have come to this country from 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 other countries and have something to compare it to. Indeed, speaking of which, uh, a longtime Armstrong and Getty friend, Basil, joins us. Basil, welcome. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Good, good. It's been too long. Uh, are you proud of this country and why? I'm very proud. 39 years ago, August 28, 1980, I came to this country. And I swear to you, this from? country, the way it embraced, from Iraq. Mm-hmm. And have you heard of the country? Yeah, we have, yes. Um, and and uh, and this country embraced me like no other. And I swear, I always tell people, people, I'm so proud and I'm so happy. The way that people embrace you, the way they take care of you, the way they treat you. I swear, it's funny because I tell people I was like a dog in a shelter and this country rescued me. Because, you know, I had no country, there was war, and there was disaster and destruction. And here I have the best life. I have friends. I have a family. It's just, it's just been great. So what do you, people, so what, what do you say to people who aren't, uh, you know, who aren't proud of this country or actually hate this country? I mean, you, you came here from Iraq. You, we know you. You look Middle Eastern. You say you were treated well. You had an opportunity to succeed, and you become very successful. Yes, I, I tell them if you don't like it here, leave. <laughs> wow. you know, don't fl- I'm, I'm serious. Don't clutter this place. This place has make room for good people to come to this country. Seriously. Oh, I like that. Right. Yeah. I, have, I, I have people that say, complain and they go, Basil, how do you like, how can you like this country where, you know, this country invaded your country? I said, listen, the same army uh, that went to Iraq is the same army is going to protect you from China, is going to protect you from Russia, is going to protect you in a disaster that happens in your own backyard. Don't, don't pick and choose your battles. Treat this country with respect and love and kindness. It will treat you the same. All right, Basil, well said. We appreciate it. Well, and not only that, but it's worth mentioning that the, in the military might of the United States, uh, whether it's used in a wonderful way or not so wonderfully at times, is under civilian control. And if you don't like the civilians controlling it, you vote them out. And they say, wow, I'm sorry you weren't happy with my leadership, but okay. And they leave. They leave office. That's a miracle. If you spend any time studying history or studying most of the regimes around the world, the idea that we have a system where people willingly give up that much power, it's, it's astonishing. Uh, they give up too much power because we've given them too much power. As I read the text of the uh, Declaration of Independence, it reminds me over and over again, that wasn't the idea. Once you take a call from an Iraqi, you'll never go backy. That's a saying from uh, 15 years ago, I believe. I think that may have come up once or twice. I regret it. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Gearing up for the big 4th of July party in D.C., Biden's sliding continues, and the latest... 
from our 2020 Democratic campaign death pool task force. Oh, yeah, boy. there are some task new force. there are some new polls out there, and I think there's one part of the polls that are that's being left out of the conversation. We'll get into. People yeah. are overlooking for some reason, and I think it's a, it's a glaring error. The numbers behind the numbers. I don't know if it's that. Plus, the I analysis wanna, behind the analysis. I want to hit you with some of the direct quotes from the Declaration of Independence, and, and you tell me how we're doing on uh, in those areas. Okay. Wow, that's a little uh, little grading day. A little bit. Oh, wow. That's right. Take out your number two pencils, America. Armstrong and Getty. I just got something from the vending machine called a donut shop coffee shot. Oh, yeah. You seen these? I don't. When did these show up? That's my favorite brand of real coffee. I've not done the shots. Hanson, our producer, said it's going to leave me jittery and angry. Wow! <laughs> Great. Wait a minute. By your standards? <laughs> so that's worth three dollars and twenty nine cents. Three settings. Yeah. Uh, Says me. I came out of the womb jittery and angry. Ask my mom. <laughs> Joe, what's wrong? I don't know. The whole birth thing. It just bothers me. <laughs> Those are my first words at age an hour. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Now, politics and patriotism will be mixing on July 4th in D.C. as President Trump plans to deliver an address at the Lincoln Memorial, and he's inviting one and all. Got to be pretty careful with the tanks because the roads have a tendency not to like to carry heavy tanks, so we have to put them in certain areas. But we have the brand new Sherman tanks, so we have the brand new... Uh, Abram tanks, and we have some incredible equipment, military equipment on display. I do have... enjoy it in a, an equipment display. Yeah. You know what bothers you got, if me, I lived, Marshall? If I What's lived that? close by, I would take my kids absolutely yeah. to see that stuff. They would love that. The media is absolutely obsessed with the president making a speech, even though presidents participate in Fourth of July celebrations all the time. But now, with Trump derangement syndrome, all of a sudden it's a problem. You got this headline, officials on alert as activists plan two days of Washington protests. And it's all sorts of activists of all sorts of stripes out in the streets, angry and smashing stuff and screaming for for relief from their many woes. And it's just all this anger. It's okay to just get together and celebrate the birthday of your nation. It's all right. You don't go to your kid's birthday party and list their faults. You just celebrate it. You come together. You have a good time. You enjoy it. You think about the blessings that this country has brought forth on earth. You don't get in fist fights. And you don't bitch about the president. The president, just it's fine. There will be another one soon. Celebrate the country, you numbskulls. In other news, on another note... Iran's president is issuing a new ultimatum over the country's nuclear program. The president, Rouhani, today said Iran will take the next step toward increasing its enrichment of uranium this Sunday unless European nations are able to find a way to offset the crippling impact of U.S. sanctions on Iran's economy, this amounting to nuclear blackmail. Yeah, the the thing is... We said for years we wouldn't allow North Korea to become a nuclear uh, power, and we did. Right. I don't think we will allow Iran to become a nuclear power, and it doesn't really matter whether we would or not, because Israel won't. Um, Israel and the United States will not allow that to happen. Don't you think that's just a fact? Yes. It just They just cannot take that chance. 
Right. What that and, would and then maybe like Saudi though, Arabia is... throwing a little Saudi Arabia in there. Well, that's that's the big problem. That's the difference with North Korea. There is no arms race that'll take place on the Korean Peninsula. We've already got South Korea's back, and that's the end of the list of countries. On the other hand, in the Gulf, you got all sorts of emirates and kingdoms and and wackadoos and half wackadoos and the rest of it. And if Israel dis- and they they're all going to want nukes. If Iran has the nukes, partly because the uh, Sunni Shia thing. Partly just raw power. I would assume that we would work with yeah. Israel on this sort of thing, because we're, we're not going to allow that to happen. But either way, we would end up involved, and it'd be a full-on war. Was it uh, Mike Lyons we talked to? I remember it was somebody we like and respect a great deal who said, uh, Israel does not have adequate hardware to accomplish that mission. Um, you would have to. I mean, it's not like Iran has two five-story office buildings, one over here and the other over there, that house their nuclear weapons. I mean, this is going to cause uh, call for some extended and devastating bombing. And is this something we could get Britain and France involved in and maybe Germany? Or are they, is it another the United States does it or nobody does situation? Right. And listen, I, I would not be speaking of, of your, are you proud of your country yeah. or what the world would look like without us? Oh, please. Iran would get a nuclear weapon and then good luck with that world. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, that's... What I'm thinking about right now and why I'm kind of uh, stammering is it's not impossible that there could be some sort of containment and uneasy truce if Iran has a weapon or two. It's not impossible. Depends on what Israel does. But I I hope we don't get to that point. I hope the uh, negotiations that are ongoing behind the scenes right now are are successful because that would be so ugly. There's just no need for it. Nobody's going to invade Iran. You know, you don't need nukes. Forget it. Senator Kamala Harris of California is catapulted into a virtual tie with former Vice President Joe Biden in the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. You're the first person I've heard accurately report this story. And she, that, congratulations, Marshall. In that, and now that they're at 22 and 20 yep. in the latest poll, the uh, Quinnipiac poll, is that the Correct. which one that one is? Yep. Uh, that is well within the margin of error. So, yeah, it's a tie mm-hmm. between Biden and Harris. You know what, Marshall? I'm going to nominate you, and I'm pretty sure you're going to win. Nominate you for a Pulitzer Prize. Saying that's spelled, spelled with a B. I'm going to start Bulitzer. handing them out. Bulitzer. The Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> and people, right. if you say it fast enough, people will be really impressed. Sure. It's $200. I'll take it. So, to me, the most interesting thing that's going yeah. on in the polls that people aren't talking about much is the uh, the drop in numbers for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to come back. I think I think Bernie's time is just over. He's an old man. There are younger people with the same ideas out there yeah. making the argument very forcefully. You just you don't need to vote for him. You can get the same thing now with a younger person. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. <laughs> you did know, but yeah. Hillary fixed the game. Yeah, I also think that to describe Biden and Harris in a tie is like saying a plane that is taking off on a regularly scheduled departure <laughs> and a plane that is falling from the sky due to engine failure are both at 8,000 feet. Well said. That's pretty funny. Yeah, well said. That's pretty funny. Yeah, you were talking about Bernie in the Quinnipiac poll. He has now dropped into fourth place, 13%. I don't so. have a snowball's chance in hell. Frankly, <laughs> I don't know if Biden will go back up. I think he could go back yeah. up. Um, that's not what I would predict necessarily, right. but I don't see how it happens with Bernie. There's just his and he won. I, I've said all along, Bernie doesn't care as much about being president as he does about his policies right. getting over. Yep. And I think he'd be happy if somebody with his policies was president.
And, and he, he won, man. He took over the party. His ideas, there are more people on the stage with his ideas than not. No doubt about it. All right. We've got to give you this update. After news broke earlier today, the John Hickenlooper's Democratic presidential campaign is on the ropes. Those manning the death pool update desk continue monitoring the developing situation. <laughs> wow, the long and fence. so far, there has been no further movement toward the exit. So, who, so nothing has happened. Who has Hickenlooper? I did. He was my first round pick. Okay. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. So yeah. you're a little excited today. Yeah, this, is, this is looking he's good. He's totally shaken up his staff. So one of my guys has gotten out. <coughs> Two of Marshall's guys have gotten out. And Swalwell is close to getting out, and that would mean a clean Sweet wow, wow, yeah, yeah. wow. You're, Note you're looking to good. self, donate to Swalwell. Yeah, we, we really got to get some pro Swalwell stuff going right. on and try to really... Swalwell, Swalwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I support his building. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I will point out that I am now up $11.50 on my $92. I kept $8 in cash because I want to be, you know, be able to make some late moves, but... My Kamala Harris stock, way up. My Liz Warren stock, slightly up. I'm still waiting for Julian Castro to pop, and when he does, I'll sell. But, yeah. Is she going to get um, her time in the barrel, as they say? Uh, yeah. Is the media going to come after her? Are the other candidates going to come after her? Because I mean, the New York Times came after her a long time ago about her record uh, prosecuting in California, but it was so early in the race, I don't think it, it, it made any impact and she was at four percent nobody knew who they were talking about. she's in first place in the new york times runs that same article i wonder yeah we'll see the activist groups on the left are absolutely going to come hard at her you know i think i heard a smart person say yesterday and they might be right she might be she's been impressive since she showed up in the senate when she was in all of those hearings every time she got her chance to ask a question she stood out as somebody that brings it um but is she so calculating and so clever that she did that crazy busing attack right. on Biden about an issue nobody cares about and everybody disagrees with her in um, to, 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 to get some of the, the I'm a black person street cred. Is that all that that was about? I need my I'm a black person street cred. Because she's, she's been beaten right. up by some odd um, uh, groups for not being black enough. Right, Don Lemon on CNN called her out for not being really actually an right. African American. Made a big deal out of that. In the in the Quinnipiac poll, they point out that she has made significant inroads with black voters. Oh yeah, and, and I left that part yeah. out. So she was polling incredibly low yeah. among African Americans, yeah. even while her polling was pretty good. She was one of the worst among Democratic candidates out there. You know who was the best? Joe Biden right? mm. had the most black support. She had very little. Right. So did she? Was that just all about getting her? I'm I'm on your side, bona fides. Yeah. Meanwhile, she could wound, wound the front runner. Oh yeah, sure. that, that's a benefit, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- that that will could continue to be an issue, and I hate that as an issue. I don't like it all. The whole "Are you black enough?" Right. thing. That's just I find that ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and identity remember, politics remember right repugnant. after that attack, she tweeted out that picture of her as the little black girl that was on right. the bus. It went everywhere, t-shirts and all. I, you know, listen. This and kind is, of leaves the impression if you're not paying attention that she was kind of you know I'm in the South and not getting right. my rights the way I should have. You know, she went to high school in Montreal and came from a well-to-do family. Right. Listen, so I've been aware of Kamala Harris for a long time, uh, politically speaking. 
and uh, followed her career and been critical of it at, at times. And you're going to think I'm out of my mind. I saw that picture of her as a little girl. And the idea that any child suffers racial discrimination in this country sickens me. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But I looked at that picture, and you know what the first thing I thought was? Her skin's not nearly that dark. Had that picture been messed with? At all? Ooh. It's the uh, is that right like wing the, talk show host questions no, 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 no. the alteration oh, 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 oh. of a picture. I'm looking at. I just Google searched her. I'm looking at. This is going to go viral, Hanson. Get it ready. Well, get a statement yeah, ready for yeah, the news. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not trying to suggest you're spend his whole Fourth of July answering questions. That's fine. Anderson Cooper will be on your front step. <laughs> I've you know I've always enjoyed plants. I'll Serve him a, a sausage. <laughs> Serve him a bratwurst. <laughs> I'm, but I'm looking at all these collections of photographs, and I, I would say she's. Wouldn't call her fair skin. She's about, I suppose, average. She's about me with a tan. Um, and she's of Indian heritage, half Indian, half Jamaican. And she's a fairly, she's a very fair skinned, quote unquote, black woman. And it wouldn't surprise me a bit if one of her strategies is, yeah, I've got to solidify that cred. But yeah, well, I'm, if you're I'm, a black woman running in the race and you're the only black woman running in the race and you don't have hardly any black support, you'd have to see that as a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. And and they might be dealing with. In fact, I guarantee they're dealing with. And this again, I'm not trying to suggest anything about her being black enough. I find all that stuff totally repugnant. I'm just telling you, I looked at the picture and I've seen her in person, too. And I thought, wow, her skin's not that dark. But. I guarantee you her internal polling says among African Americans there's a lack of awareness that she is her her dad was black. I guarantee you they polled that and they have that problem. So it'll be interesting to see how she attacks that. Mm. Since identity politics is especially uh, among Democrats a huge part of it. But you know, most people would never say that and that's fine. But I, I, don't, I don't mean anything by it. I love everybody. I'll bet the whole point of that first debate for was her was I got to get the word out there that I'm on I'm on this side. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and she did it quite effectively, I think. God, I would say. Yeah, and it's an issue nobody agrees with her on, but she was righteous, and she was on the right side of it, kind of, according to the modern consciousness. If this continues, and who knows if it does, some story could emerge and she disappears. Her juggernaut, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. She could disappear from the scene next week with some story that lands. You just never know how this all works. But if she continues... I'll have to go back on my debates don't matter thing because that was uh, that could have been the game changer of the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Over yeah. over an issue nobody talks about anymore and nobody agrees with her stance on. Politics is, is a funny game, ain't it? God, I'd say. Yeah, I think it was Biden's uh, bad reaction to the question, though. That I think that's where she, you know he lost and she oh, came yeah, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, that whole, whole, whole clearly, yeah, uh, clearly. I agree, yeah. and he looked old and all that sort yeah. of stuff. But as I've said four thousand times, and now four thousand one, he's bad at running for president. Armstrong and Getty. All America songs today on the 3rd of July. We're not working on the 4th of July. This may be my favorite. It's among my favorite songs of all time. It's a good tune. It was from the big Bernie ad from uh, four years ago when he was challenging Hillary. It's not from that, Jack. Bernie uh, borrowed it and soiled it, then returned it to We the People. 
I'm sorry. I just didn't know. Well, now I'm you do. Sorry. Now you do, Bernie. Here's a question for you. Hearst driver gets pulled over in a carpool lane for not having enough people. He says, mm. does the dead guy in the back not count? Huh. Does the dead guy in the back count? Huh. This is an ethical quandary. Well, the dead guy wouldn't be driving his own car, thereby uh, using more gas and burning more uh, fuel. So I say no. With all due respect to the contributions that he or she made to the community, uh, get in the other lanes. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting point. That's a pretty good one, because that's the point of the carpool lane. Which don't work, by the way. Every study ever done does nothing to reduce congestion, does nothing to reduce pollution. I have a philosophy or a theory that it actually increases it because you have one lane that is not being able to be used, creating oh, sure. more oh, sure. congestion, more yes. stop and go traffic, which right. then makes more. Although uh, the, about the only time I'm ever in the carpool lane is if I'm going somewhere with my kids. My kids aren't going to drive. It's mm, a good point. There ought to be uh, an ID count, check. They count. I'm not. I'm, there's no benefit. They're not going to drive otherwise. Right. How about oldsters? How about unlicensed drivers? Good the one. Blind. An, a perfect, perfect example. So an unlicensed <laughs> driver would be the <laughs> same as the dead guy. R- right, or an unlicensed undriver. Or somebody who doesn't drive. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So the dead guy should count. Yeah. It's the dead just, guy counts every bit as much as somebody who rides with my, me who doesn't drive. As my deadbeat friend who's got, who had his car right. taken away. Blind dead guy, guy deadbeat. Blind yeah. guy. So I'm dry, I can't drive in the carpool lane with a blind guy because he wouldn't otherwise drive? Right. No. Boy, look at you. You're a bad person for even suggesting yes, I, I am. So yes. I'm back to uh, definitely back to saying the guy driving the Hearst absolutely can drive in the carpool lane with the dead guy. There you go. <laughs> right. Well, we've settled that civil rights issue. Although if nothing the, else, just to get this jet to his final resting place just a little bit quicker. Although the trooper said you must have a living, breathing person occupying seats in the vehicle to be in compliance with HOV lane rules. Are they afraid that if they don't have that stipulation, there'll be lots of people grabbing stiffs and, <laughs> or killing people to well, absolutely get to ride in the carpool lane? Exactly. Knock off a hobo and stick them in your passenger seat. It happened all the time. Joe, what are our top cookout side dishes for 4th of July? You know, uh, the humble side dish uh, is underrated to me. I mean, the dog, the burger, absolutely fabulous. But if you got a dog in a burger with, like, a great potato salad... Then you've got joy and happiness. Yeah. I'm probably just going to eat five hot dogs and then that's Ugh. it. Old Simple Jack. Yep. What about macaroni salad? Do I'll, you enjoy that? I'll do that. I like me some macaroni salad. Oh, I'm not a potato yeah. salad guy, though. I like oh, it fine. well, no, listen, this is the, what this country is all about. You, you and I can but that, live but that, happily. But that saying doesn't mean anything, because potato salad varies so much. Good they point. all have mayonnaise. Do they all have mayonnaise? I think so. Mm. Uh, Am I wrong in assuming not, that? Not the German potato salad. Oh, I don't really? think. It's like I my, don't think. A friend, of my, a friend of mine, Big Al, used to say, and he he, he, he died a while back. Alligator, what a funny guy. You haven't had my grandma's potato dream. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. She brings out every, every uh, 4th of July or family reunion. Mm, potato dream. But I do enjoy a good side dish. Back I love to those you. special family things that every, like the aunt has that only oh, brings yeah. every. Oh, man, those yeah. are great. Yep. My mm. sister's crack potatoes because they're that addictive. Yeah. Here are your uh, five best cookout sides according to this, whatever this yes. is. Oh, wait a minute. I internet. left out an obvious one. but Number one. This is probably going to make Joe angry. Potato chips. No, I'm not angry about that. They're convenient. Fine, they're if delicious. they're only if they're in natural potato chip flavor. I don't want any weird bastardizations. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Barbecue. Now you're a racist. You don't want that one. No. Bar- barbecue. 
Oh, the, God, the honey, the, the sweet onion. Oh, a delicious chip. What's the thing that, that, that cool my kids ranch. eat? Takis. The super hot Takis. Oh, have you had oh, those things yet? I have it's, not. There's like 900 right, degrees that burn of time. your Quick, tongue off. Get some, some side dishes. Nah, watermelon. Love it. Mac and cheese. Ooh, yes. come on. Corn on the cob. Oh, please. Biscuits. I've never been to a 4th of July party that has biscuits. Invite me over if you're having biscuits. <laughs> what about the humble beans? For your beans? 4th of July party. The baked beans. Where's oh, the beans? God dang it. I would eat a giant. I would eat a pound of baked beans right now if you put them in front of me. Yes, please. Biscuits. Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.